Hey guys, it's Friday, a little before 3.30 and uh, I've still got a fair bit to do so I'm just going to jump straight in. Anyway, overnight or across the period of about the last 36 hours or so, I have had five significant conversations all with different people all from different parts of the world and Two of the conversations I won't go into here because one of them was with my partner and it is uh, private uh, and business related and the other I am not willing to discuss either um, as I, again, it was uh, kind of uh, business related that I uh, plan on uh, taking up some of those points um, and integrating them within my business at a future point. Anyway. The three conversations that uh, not stood out the most uh, but uh, aligned with each other the most were a conversation I had had with my friend uh, Nico, or friend Nico, uh, another with Willow and a third with uh, my friend Emmett. And in a unique sort of way, without... Um, putting words in anybody's mouth we were talking about privilege we don't I didn't realize until later that that's what we were talking about but we were absolutely talking about privilege now the first conversation I had had was actually in fact with Willow and uh, she had um, contacted me to tell me that they were going her and uh, her partner Dave were going fishing today for hooligan, um, the type of uh, oily fish that they get in Alaska, because uh, Willow's in Alaska, of course, and uh, and how much, uh, how beneficial it is for them to drive the two hours to go and fish for the day, because it provides them uh, anything up to, to quite a number of tens of numbers of feeds uh, for the effort that it takes for the day. And having grown up in an atmosphere and an environment where it was remote country at that time and uh, being a hunter, fisher and, and gatherer uh, because that's the only way you got to eat uh, it kind of aligns me with uh, Willow's kind of lifestyle and I really enjoy talking to Willow for those reasons well one of, that's one of the reasons I really enjoy talking to her because we are similarly aligned uh, with our beliefs in food systems. The second conversation I had was with uh, Nico and I had been saying to her that uh, the day before yesterday we had been out yabbying and she got asking about questions about yabbies and you know do they not feed when they are in the colder weather and things and and I had said and had made mention to her that um, it's it's a specific sort of lifestyle and she had said to me that she would like to come out uh, to Australia one day and spend some time here at the farm with us uh, uh, learning this sort of lifestyle and I had mentioned to her or asked her have you not ever eaten uh, fish that's come straight from the water to the pan and she had said no now to understand that and for me to comprehend that was uh, quite bizarre and I was actually quite shocked 
because um, Nico actually lives in LA and having been in a metropolis that size for quite a number of years now I can I can understand it but it was very very difficult for me to comprehend and it had never occurred to me that perhaps um, Nico had not been fishing and later after having the conversation with the two girls I had sat and talked to my partner and I said you know I feel um, as, as crappy as life uh, has been over some periods of the last 10 years I said we are really quite privileged and actually I was having this conversation with my partner in the car this morning on the way to town and um, my partner had mentioned to me she said not everyone grew up with your freedom in childhood she said you were left to your own devices and able to explore she said there are many of us that were city bound uh, who never had that she said it's actually quite a privilege she said as difficult it is as it is to um, harvest your own food uh, and to take the life of an animal she said it is also a privilege and I had never considered my childhood to be one of privilege because for me we were poor it was either do it or die um, through starvation so there was no uh, question about it you just did it and all these years later you know 40 years later uh, here I am sitting on our own farm with uh, both of our surviving parents here with us uh, financially secure uh, business running in the background uh, pretty much able to go and do what we want when we want to do it and having uh, spoken to both Willow and Nico it gave me the power to realize that privilege has many faces uh, privilege is not just limited to how financially secure you are it's also about strength and honor and grace because there is grace in making hard decisions and there is a type of grace that seeps so deep into your soul when you choose to take the life of an animal to feed upon that I can't accurately describe it now in saying that I am no longer a hunter since I have lost my sight I am unable to hunt uh, for a myriad of reasons but mainly because I feel the process of the passing of life to death very very uh, keenly and it wounds me too much I suffer too much from it however in saying that I am fully supportive fully supportive of people that choose to harvest their own meat I am also fully supportive of farmers that choose to raise and harvest on their farms and in fact our next door neighbor harvests and often will share his bounty and we will swap um, fruit and vegetables that we have grown here or labor uh, for fresh meat directly off his farm that's because that's the community in which uh, we move in 
Now, the third conversation I had, uh, which is a little trickier, I had with my friend Emmett today, and we were talking about the Greenwood community, and I had said to Emmett, I fear that the death of the Greenwood community will come about because of the inability of its community to move and change with the times. Now, Emmett replied, nah, that's not going to happen. I've changed it. I've changed the dialogue. And my immediate uh, little head detonation went, well, geez, that's pretty arrogant to think you've changed everybody. And uh, Emmett, I know you're going to listen to this. Um, before you have your own little detonation, <laughs> you must remember that uh, my issue with the Greenwood community is my issue and yours um, are completely different. However, in saying that, Emmett then went on to explain to me that it is his desire to change the community in a way that will slowly starve out or cut off those that are not inclusive. And I understand that. I totally understand that. I understand the divide uh, between factions of the or sectors of the Greenwood community now for me I don't choose to get I no longer choose to get involved in those kind of politics um, because my experience with the Greenwood community itself as a whole has been fair there have definitely been moments where I have felt discriminated against based on gender and appearance and sexuality and for me, um, it's a little hard to swallow a notion of inclusiveness or comments of inclusiveness handed down from a member of the group that, you know, uh, let me clarify, um, white, uh, male, middle-class America um, handed down to someone like myself who is uh, female, same-sex oriented, living in a different country, um, coming from a different sector of the woodworking community. Now, this doesn't change uh, the dynamics between myself and Emmett's friendship, but what it did do was highlight to me again the word privilege. Sometimes we do not know our own privilege and it is easy to uh, pronounce the things that we're doing as having changed a circumstance when really it hasn't truly changed it. It's just masked the problem because these problems still exist and they still exist within, for all intent and purposes, the sections of the community where we think the change has occurred. And that's a difficult pill to swallow for everybody concerned. For, for myself as being the recipient of so much judgment. For Emmett for trying and, and continually trying to provide a better space for people. And also 
it's difficult to swallow for those people who are just there for the craft. They aren't there for the community, they are there for the craft. So I guess really, um, prejudice has many faces, many, many faces. And privilege um, has many, many faces. You know, we, we live in our privileges like they are our pain and sometimes they are not. Sometimes to recognise our privilege is to be able to share our knowledge with others. It is also inclusive. By using our privilege, we can include others. We can give of our time and our resources, our friendship, our hand in aid. There are so many ways we can use our privilege to build up rather than tear down. And I think that is, for me, what I will take away from the last 36 hours of, co of communiques and correspondence between mates is that in there I have found my little community of people. It may be only small at present, but I know that I can speak my mind with these people and they will not take offence. And that is privilege turned to power, a good power, a power that can help us all. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you tomorrow.